Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show. It's Straight Talk with Joe. Welcome to the show. Welcome, 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 welcome to another great episode of Straight Talk with Joe. I'm your host, Mr. Joe Detillis, and I would be remiss if I couldn't introduce our co-host, Miss Monique Calderon. Hi, guys. How y'all doing? Mr. Ellaby is out tonight. We um, wish him well. Um and we pray for his uh, new beginning in life. I'm sure he will love to share um, his message next week when we have our show about his new life experience. So before we get into the show, I would like to open up in prayer. Um Heavenly Father, I want I want to thank you once again, Lord God, for your ever loving grace and mercy. Lord, I want to thank you for this opportunity that you have bestowed upon us to share your word and to share your gospel amongst your people, Lord God. I pray, Heavenly Father, that as we begin our show tonight, that we as shepherds, Lord God, be able to tend to your flock. And Lord, the word of God says that if one sheep goes astray, that we must go after that one sheep, Lord. So we pray that if there is someone that is astray tonight, Heavenly Father, that is listening to the sound of our voice, that they feel compelled to come back to the flock and that we may go out and find that sheep, Lord God, with on these airways, Heavenly Father. So we thank you and we praise you. In your mighty Son, Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So... This is, once again, Straight Talk with Joe. Um, It's a Christian radio talk show where we basically talk about any and everything uh, that pretty much comes to our mind during the week. Um, We want to encourage all of our listeners to call in tonight at 516-387-1427. That's 516-387-1427. Uh, you know, last week we talked about uh, pornography and the effects that it can have on our lives, and you know, we we want to definitely go back there. We definitely want to pick up where we left off and just touch on something that um, I don't want to say is near and dear to everyone's heart, but you know, we've all experienced it. You know, if you if you're from a teenager to a, a senior citizen, we've all experienced the um, trials that come with dealing with that sexual immorality. Some of us as Christians, we still deal with those trials um, of sexual immorality in our lives. You know, I don't know how true it is, uh, but I've even heard, and I'm not you know trying to gossip or spread rumors, but. You know, when I was growing up, I heard that Kirk Franklin had a uh, pornography addiction so bad that it almost ruined his marriage, that he had to throw out garbage bags upon garbage bags of pornography DVDs, um, you know, to to fight that battle. 
you know, we all have different spiritual battles. And I can honestly say that this is one that, you know, I, I you know, I think the, out of the over the year that we've done this show, I haven't been one to bite my tongue, but I still at times have um, problems with this issue. Um, I, you know, the devil attacks us in many ways, and I would be remiss if I were to say that I'm so much of a Christian where I'm, you know, strong in one area and, uh, you know, nothing gets to me. I, I would be lying if I said that. Um, you know, it's it's tough. It's tough, especially if it's been ingrained in you over the years. But um, you know, we want to get to a caller um, from a unanimous number. Hello, welcome to Straight Talk with Joe. Hello. Okay. I guess that one didn't work. Once again, everyone, we want to encourage all of our listeners to call in to 516-387-1427. That's 516-387-1427. Um the battle that we face with, uh, you know, the bondage of pornography is—it's—it's—it's it's, uh, it's definitely something that's a part of this world, and you know, it can get to the point where you don't even need to watch pornography anymore because sex is always in front of your face, whether you're watching a commercial, whether you're on Facebook and. Somebody post a picture. You got to be careful who your friends are on Facebook and Instagram and who you follow on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Because those same individuals, you know, I was looking to, you know, I was looking to, uh, at my timeline today, and I have a, a friend that I've been knowing since, my God, uh, probably over 20 years now. And um, I was scrolling down my timeline, and I see this, you know, like one of those pictures that move, but it's not really a video of this guy having oral sex with this woman. Mm. And I'm thinking to myself, why would you want to share that to people? What if my son accidentally got into my phone and saw that? You got to be careful who you who you who you friend request, who you like, or who you add to whomever you know you may be following on these uh, various media, uh, social media outlets because those same people, those same individuals, unconsciously could be corrupting your spirit and could be allowing the enemy a crack in the hole to slip into your life and to infiltrate something that you have no power over. You know, we, we're fighting against demons and principalities that are not of this world. We can't fight these battles. That's why when Jesus died, he left the abdicator. He left the thing that, or the person that can fight these battles, that's always with you, day in and day out, that has this armor, that has these weapons. You know, they're not uh, semi-automatic uh, rifles. It's the Word of God. It's the Holy Spirit that can shoot down the enemy, that can protect you, you know, like like if you're playing chess. The, the the first line of defense are, are the pawns. You know, 
the Holy Spirit, it's not it's not necessarily a pawn, it's really the whole chessboard, but it's your first line of defense. It's your infantry. Be careful who you allow in your life because the same people that you think may love you can be the same people corrupting your spirit. Hey, let's go to this movie. You know, if you're not that strong in the, in the, in the word of God, you go, you know, you probably weren't even paying attention to to the title. You know, let's go see Fifty Shades of Grey. I heard it's going to be a great movie. And then you're sitting there, you're watching it, and you could be a new believer, and the next thing you know, you're getting all of these different types of feelings. You know, maybe you're a young lady and you're a new believer and you just came from a world that was full of lust, full of sin, full of partying. And all of a sudden you watch the Fifty Shades of Grey and this dude that you knew from way back when out of the blue calls you up. Obviously it's not out of the blue. It's the enemy trying to attack you. And now you answer the phone and now you're feeling some type of way. Hey, look, come over tonight. I ain't doing nothing. Maybe we can go grab something to eat. You know, it's something so simple, so it seems so easy. But that's how the enemy gets into our lives. And that's how the enemy tries to destroy us. Yeah. It's just that simple one little thought that could come in in your mind and you entertain it. And before you know it, you you just you're you you go down the rabbit hole. Before you know it, like you said, you're like that guy who's got garbage bags and garbage bags full of that stuff. You know, the enemy's sly. He's cunning. He, he That's what he prides himself on, you know. He can trick you. Amen. Amen. You know, I, um, I opened up the... the uh, the show tonight, saying that I have uh, issues and, and problems with with this very same topic, and um, you know, yeah, I, I'm married and all of this stuff, but you know, it could be a time where I feel like I'm not getting what I want out of my marriage, and it's like I said earlier, it's so easy, it's so easy to pick up your phone. And go to an X-rated website. You know, versus fifteen, twenty years ago, it was steps and procedures that you had to take in order just to even think about trying to look at some of the stuff that's on the internet nowadays. You can, you can, you don't even have to go to a website. You can Google. You can Google new celebrities, and it'll be a, 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 an array of different options to choose from. Gotta be careful what you're ingesting in your spiritual diet, because what you are ingesting could be the same thing that might not necessarily send you to hell, but send you on a longer path to reaching your heavenly Father. Keep in mind, Israelites took forty years to get to the Promised Land. But what they didn't realize while they were taking that 40-year trek through the desert, the same 40-year journey was supposed to take two weeks. 
So with that being said, don't let a two-week journey take the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Don't don't allow the enemy any gratitude, any celebration, any justification in your life. Because I know you've heard it a million and one times. The enemy is out here to kill, steal, kill, steal, seek, and destroy. So if you hear it, and you know these vices that he has, these little tricks and ploys and plots that he has to try to get you to succumb to his way of thinking, why do we still fall for it? Why aren't we equipped with the necessary tools that we need in order to not give in to the enemy? It's because we're not willing. We're not willing to sacrifice. We're not willing to give up. We're not willing to bow down. We're not willing to pick up our cross and follow our Heavenly Father because we're worried about what our friends may say, what our family may say, what our boyfriends and girlfriends and husbands and wives, we're worried about what these other people are going to say to us about the choice that we decide to make. And at the end of the day, they have no right to say who or what we can do or associate ourselves with or what we can choose, how we can choose to live our lives because when we die, it's only one person. It's singular. It's not plural. It's one person, one entity, one body that dies and that goes into that grave. And when Jesus comes back, it's one spirit, one soul that rises up. And it's one person or one spirit that will be judged in front of the Heavenly Father. Not your friends, not your family, not your boo, not your baby, but you. Joe, I've got a question because um, I actually, this is one area, one thing actually I haven't struggled with. Um, And so, you know, it's never been something that interested me. It was never something that I even wanted to see what it looked like, like, ever. You know, like, it just, and I remember when I was in the world and I'd go to some parties, and at the parties, they'd be playing, you know, have porn in the background, right? Like, up on the walls or on the TV because they thought it was funny, and so they'd have porn on. But I never, I, I was never interested in porn. I was never even Curious to know what it looked like, and so I I I cannot connect w- with this um, in terms of like knowing what that temptation is like to to watch that. Um, so I I'm just curious, you know, like uh, what do you get out of it? I, that, um, and also just how does it, I mean, you're saying, you know, it, nowadays especially it's so easy to get it. You know, if I was curious, I could just type it in, I bet you, and immediately pull up some sort of, <laughs> like, you know, scene from it. So 
I'll, I'll tell you, and, and, and maybe this is more so for guys, but, you know, as you're growing up as a, as a male, I can only speak for the, for, for the males, but as you're growing up, you know, your friends say, you know, man, you know, I had this girl and, you know, we did X, Y, and Z, and I said, and you'll say, well, dang, how did you do that? I saw it in this porno. And then you may have not seen a porno, but now in your mind, you're thinking, okay, if he has sex, then and he got his, air quotes, moves from a porno, then I need to watch a porno and get my moves from a porno. And, you know, it, and that, you know that's just the, the simplest way of putting it, but, you know, as a guy, I mean, this is locker room talk. You know, we... I remember high school, we used to show each other um, pornos on, on our laptops. Or it doesn't necessarily even have to be a porno. I mean, back in the day. And I mean back in the day, I really mean like 10 years ago. Um, it used to be this uh, program that came on BET at, uh, at midnight. Um, what was it called? Um, I think it was BET Late Night or something like that, where they would show the video, the X-rated videos, like um, the Nelly Tip Drill videos and stuff like that, which, like, you can just, <laughs> that's on, like, at 11 o'clock in the morning nowadays. But, um, you know, those type of videos would kind of be like pornography videos. Um, and for a guy, instead of going to the strip club or, you know, you know, some guys are even shy. They don't. They don't know how to talk to a girl, and they don't, or they, they, you know, they might feel uncomfortable with trying to, you know, I don't know, I don't know what they say now. They spit game to a girl or something like that. So they watch a pornography uh, video. So you know, it's 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 a lot of different things that can push a, a person to watch one. You know, I've heard women watching them to try to get ideas on how to please their their significant others. Um, and they can and they've gotten addicted to them. Now, it's a lot of different different things or a lot of different ways that someone may be able to um get turned on by pornography. Some people it's not even um the the videos. It might be the magazine. I, 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 if, if I ask ten guys, if, I, if ten guys called into the show, and, and and I asked every single one of them, what was your first idea or first memory of uh, some type of pornography? Depending on how old they are, nine times out of ten they'll say it was from a book. You know, it, it, it might have not even been a, a, a movie. You know, they might have found their dad's old porno stash, you know, older gentlemen used to collect Playboy magazines. Um, so, it, like I said, it could be a lot of different things that uh, could attract a person to that world. But I'll say this. If you watch it enough, if you look at it enough, it doesn't matter how you got there, you can get stuck there. Uh-huh. And when you're when you're stuck there, and this can go for anything, 
Because what's pornography? Let's let's be honest. It's an addiction. Once you're stuck in that addiction, once your mental psyche is engaged in that realm, your mind is so much is so fixated on that thing or that entity that you I mean you, you just you just find yourself there every day. Look at people that do drugs, you know, look at people that, that do meth. It's nothing that you can say or do that can get that person to stop. You know, my wife can tell me a hundred times, I don't want you to watch pornos or I don't want you to do this, or, I don't want you to do that. She can tell me till she's just blue in the face. But if I'm not ready to give up that thing, I'm still going to do it. I mean, it's it's, as simple as that. And the only way that I can be able to give up that thing and really, really, really want to give it up, it goes back to what I mentioned earlier. I have to die to it. But how do I die to it? I have to come to the Father and the Son, and the Holy Spirit with humility and say, look at me. Look at the sins that I have committed. I'm sorry for everything that I've done. I know that I did wrong. I know that I committed this sin. I know that I did this and I shouldn't have. But I'm coming to you now, humbled and ashamed and asking for your forgiveness. And I'm asking you to please, please forgive me because I know what I did was wrong. Your Holy Spirit convicted me while I was in that act. So I'm asking you for your forgiveness. Now, after I've asked him for that forgiveness, if I go back and I do it again, he still sees that. I can go back to it. A million times, he still sees that. But here's the part that gets me every time. Even though I might have went back to it a million times, he still forgives me a million and a million and one times. Because he's, he knows. He knows that I'm not right. He knows that I'm wicked. He knows that I'm sinful. He knows that there's nothing that I can do to be straight. I'll always be crooked, but it's this thing. It's this thing called the blood of Jesus. And when he ascended up into heaven for those magnificent three days, and he went down to hell, and he got the keys to death and life, he rose from the grave and he said, no more. No more will this thing, this, 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 this entity of sin control you because I am the interceder. I'm the thing that comes in the middle between the father and sin. And if I'm there in the middle, then sin cannot pass through me because I am that sacrificial lamb. I'm the sacrifice. And if you come to me, I will give you healing. I will give you restoration. I will give you peace. I will give you mercy. And even if you do that thing a million times, I know that that, that sin or that, that, that blood that was shed on the cross will infiltrate your life so much 
that you'll eventually have to give it up. And I'm not worried about it because I am the Father. Oh, I am the Father. So with all that being said, God is so good because I know in my heart of hearts that no matter what I do, no matter how I do it, that I'm always going to be forgiven, that he loves me enough. He loves me enough that he allowed his son to die on the cross for me, for me. Amen. So I could talk about pornography all day. I could talk about addiction. I could talk about all of that. But to be honest, all of that is irrelevant. The only thing that matters is if you're squared away and fixated on the Father, on the Son, and your your heart and your mind is 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 embedded in the Holy Spirit and in the Word of God. And if it's not, you need to get it right. And you know you need to get it right. There's no ifs and buts about it. I'm, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm like I'm talking to myself. Tonight. <laughs>
focusing in on all of this negative energy? Why am I why is my mind and my mouth cause remember, death and life are on the power of the tongue. And if you think it in your head and so it then it then it just is. That's that's the word of God. So I'm not and this and this might be a quick show because I'm not I'm done talking about pornography. I'm done. I'm done. That's it. Because I can talk about it and somebody might want to go look it up. And I'm not I'm not here for that. I'm not here for that mm-hmm. tonight. What I'm here for is to make sure that whomever is listening to this tonight that if you are thinking about doing that, stop thinking about it. Go pick up a Bible. Get on your knees and pray. Shoot, you don't even got to get on your knees and pray. Just talk to God. He needs a dialogue. He needs a conversation. Because what is, what you know, one thing about being a Christian is you need a relationship with him. And I've been married for seven years. So I can kind of speak on being in a relationship. When you're in a, in a relationship, you need dialogue. You need conversation. Somebody needs to speak and somebody needs to listen. And within that listening, somebody needs to respond to whatever the person said when they spoke. So, if you're a Christian and you're always moping around, head hung low, not speaking to anybody, got your arms crossed, complaining about this, complaining about that. Oh, Trump this. Oh, Hillary that. The country's going to hell. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, But out of all of that, did you mention Jesus? Did you mention how good your God was? Did you think about what he did for you? And then, and then the, the 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 smallest term of that thought. Did you even think about how he woke you up? That's that's so easy. You know, every time you take a breath, you should thank God. Every time you have that thought of your lungs being filled with air, and then you exhale, that's God. Because what did he do? He breathed life into Adam. He didn't give him mouth to mouth. He just, and he became. So let's go back to this relationship thing. Stop moping around. Stop complaining about this and that. And start speaking to your dad. You might have had a bad relationship with them before, but now it's time to fix it. Now it's time to reconcile that relationship with your Heavenly Father. It's time to pick up the phone and say, Dad, I messed up. I was wrong. Because I know that you're always right. And I was I was hurt because you didn't help me do this thing. But now that... I've been renewed in my spirit and in my mind. I knew that in that moment you didn't help me because you were preparing me for something greater. But now I see that. Now I realize that. 
And in that moment and in that instance, yes, I was selfish. Yes, I was greedy. Yes, I was needy. But now I need you. Yeah. Not for not for the not for the thing. I just need you. I need you in my life. I need you in my spirit. I need you in my soul. I need you because I need you. Not because I want you, but because I need you. And now that I can realize that I need you, I need you to help me. Not for monetary reasons, but I just need you to help me to get through. Because I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I don't want to talk about negativity anymore. I want to speak life to my situations. I want to speak life into people. I want to walk up to somebody and say, you're going to be blessed. And I'm not prophesying to you. I'm just telling you because I know the God that I serve, and I know what he did for me. He can do the same for you. He's, fought, he's taken me out of the dark, out of the dark places. He's taken me out of the shadows of death. He's walked beside me when nobody else was there. When nobody else was in the room and I needed to cry, I, he, he, he held me. He clothed, he, mm, he, he wrapped me around his arms and I cried and I wept and I sobbed and he patted me on the back and he said, it's going to be okay. My friends didn't answer the phone. My, my girlfriend didn't answer the phone, my, the phone. My boyfriend didn't answer the phone. Nobody wanted to talk to me. But when I needed somebody to talk to he was there, and you're still there. So I'm coming back to you, asking you to renew my mind, to renew my spirit, to renew my soul, to renew me, because I was lost, and I want you to find me again. I want you to take me back to the first time we met. And I want to reestablish this relationship that we had because it's been kind of rocky lately. And I want you to be the head of my life. And I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to have any more interference in our relationship because I love you that much, and I need to show you more respect. I'm done, Monique. I'm sorry. Oh, Woo. I'm... Well, amen, Joe. No, thank you so much for pouring your heart out and being able to speak to something that I just, you know, I don't feel I'm qualified to speak to. I don't. Um, the only thing I can say in all honesty with that is, um, you know, back when I didn't know the Lord, um, you know, I, I participated in what people were watching on television. Um, and so that's something very, very different, um, something I, I won't really, I won't go into tonight. Um, maybe we can talk about it in another show. Um, but I'll, I'll just say one thing, and that's the fact that, unfortunately, you know, I was contributing to something that it is an addiction for people, um, you know, and having to take responsibility that there's people that are, are looking me, looking at me in a way 
not how God designed me to be looked at. Um, now that's that's hard, and you know, I think maybe some of the of the females out there that are listening can relate to me. And it's just like you're talking about. It's all about, you know, the Lord shows and just blesses us with His grace and His mercy, and you know, with this with this type of addiction, it's so hard, I feel, to get away with the fact that it's on your phone. It's so easy to go to. It's, it, it's at your fingertips. Um, but God will always give you a way out. It may seem like the temptation is too much, but you can do it. Um, and so, you know, though this particular, you know, porn isn't something that I've struggled with, um, I can definitely say through prayer and fasting that the Lord can can be with you and give you the strength. And he has provided you with the tools to break this addiction because, you know, it says, you know, no, no uh, weapon formed against you shall prosper. That God has given us the power. That power lives within in us through Jesus Christ. And if that same power that raised Christ from the dead lives within each and every one of us, then you better believe and trust that you can overcome this because that's living in you. You call upon the name of the Lord. What does that mean? You believe in the power. You believe in, in, in the power that can uh, break bonded, you know, the chains and bondage. They, they, God is powerful and he can do it all. And you have that belief, then you can break that addiction Amen. through Jesus Christ. So I just want to, you know, I always want to en- encourage you guys that, you know, God isn't just preaching, you know, hellfire and brimstone, but he, no matter what you've done, even if you feel that you're just so ashamed and you just feel like, you know, how could you be forgiven for what you've done or, or you feel dirty or whatever it is. Like I told you, I, was, I wasn't watching it. I was making it, right? But God came in and he washed me clean and he has, he has renewed my mind. He has cleansed me and I am white as snow. And so if he can do that for me, he can do that for you. He can do that for all of us. And and so I just say, stay in the fight. Keep praying. You know, if you get an urge to do it, leave your phone where it's at and you go for a run. If you got to bust down and do some push-ups until, you know, you get your mind out. It's basically getting your mind out of that space, right? Because you're just so, like, right? So if you got to go, all right, you're doing the push-ups, and then you're just like, wait, why did I even start doing these push-ups? Like, that's great because you want to take your mind off of that. You're laying in bed. Get your butt out of bed. You know, go do something. Get busy doing something, and it'll take your mind off of it, and that's a great way to, like, wean yourself off of this type of addiction. Um, so, so that's that, that's really how I how I want to close out. Just you know, encouraging you guys and knowing we're praying for you guys. 
do not walk in shame. That's what the enemy wants you to do. He, he wants you to separate yourself. He wants you to be all alone so that you're not protected. You don't have, you know, the, the company of the righteous around you so he can come in and attack you when you're down. But if you stay uh, and, and if you're able, if there's people that you can trust and no one's going to judge you and you feel comfortable enough and you can confess that to your friends, they can help you out with this too. So, you know, don't, don't just, or and don't um, what's the word I'm looking for don't think that you got to go through this alone know that if you, there's friends there's people around you that you can trust in and you can speak to and they can be praying for you just like we're going to be linking arm in arm Joe Keith and myself we're going to be linking arm in arm praying for you guys anyone that's struggling with this we're going to be praying for you guys, for this addiction to be broken in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You know, uh, in closing, um, Monique, you said something about um, clearing your mind. You know, the old saying is, an idle mind is the devil's playground. I read a lot of books. Not not just for, for leisure, I read books because I need to be fed. You know, I read the Bible. I read self-help books. I read political books. Sometimes I even read the dictionary. You need to fill that void in your heart. And I think I've already preached tonight, so I'm going to make this one quick. You know, one thing that I want to mention is is is, is a four-letter word, and that word is love. And I heard my pastor say um, about a year ago, he he gave a message on love, and he said um, our heart, in its rarest form, is full of holes, and when those holes are filled in our heart, it's little pockets of darkness and in our carnal sinful mind in our secular mind we we grasp at things to fill our heart where those empty spaces exist so what do we do we go to the strip club we look at pornography we smoke we drink in excess We do different drugs We curse our loved ones out We have fits of rage and anger We do things that are not of God To fill those holes Those deep, dark spaces in our heart But I, 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 I challenge you tonight Stop grasping at things And Reach for the word of God I encourage you To reach out to someone Who's like minded With the word of God And if you feel that You don't know anyone that's like minded When it comes to the word of God Or who is at a 
I don't want to say higher level, but who is more seasoned in the Word of God, you have someone in your corner. You have people in your corner. And you may say, I don't have no, I don't, I don't know who I can reach out to. You have Monique, you have Keith, you have myself. Post something on our Facebook page. Tag us on Twitter. Message us. Email us. Go to our website, talktojoe.com. We're here to help you. We, we're not here every Thursday evening or every Thursday night because it's fun. No, 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 no. We're here to help, to encourage, to uplift. Anyone that is lost, that is hurting, that needs a friend, that's what we're here for. So I encourage you to stop grasping and reach, reach out to your father. Extend your hand because I guarantee you his hand has been extended for years. And I guarantee you he's been weeping for you. He's been crying for you because he sees you. You know, Monique briefly touched on her past life when she was in the world. She was. She might have been on stage, but I guarantee you, I was the one funding her endeavors. I was in the strip club all the time. I was in the club all the time. I was on the street corner all the time. So, if God can do what He's doing in our lives for us. And you think you're you're worse off than us? I've been homeless. I've been poor. I slept in my car, slept on friends' couches, didn't have no food, none of that. You may be in the same position. And I guarantee, listen, this ain't no ifs and buts about it. I guarantee you, I'm not a bet man, so I'm not going to bet, but I guarantee you, whatever you're going through, If you're willing to allow God to do it, because you have to be willing to do this, but if you're willing to allow God to do it, I guarantee you that he'll help you. He says, try me. In Malachi chapter 3, he says, try me. And see that I won't open up the windows of... I'm I'm done preaching. Um, (laughs) We encourage those who who may be... Lost or who may need to find more salvation uh, in their lives. We encourage the, uh, those individuals to go to uh, walking as uh, walking. Oh, I forgot what's the site. dot I forgot that quick. Go to walkingiscrist dot com. Visit the podcast. We encourage all, all of our listeners to uh, like us on Facebook. The Straight Talk with Joe. Visit our website at talktojoe.com. dot com. Um, email us at Straight Talk with Joe. Uh, like us, uh, what is it? Uh, 
Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. That's all I got for tonight. Peace, love, happiness. Anything else, Monique? We love you. Peace. Good night, everybody.